Poetic Properties is a complex creation brought to you by Infinitely Complex Production and sponsorship with Peacefully Flawed Apparel, where we believe that no matter the darkness, you have the opportunity and ability to get to the light. Thank you for tuning in to the Poetic Property Podcast. I am your host, Complex, the poet, father, author, and entrepreneur. This week is uh, this week started to go good uh, for the first time in a long while in regards to work. Uh, the transition is kind of setting in now uh, to the new team that I'm on, the new workflow that I'm on, and um, the leadership seems more understanding, more wanting to communicate and learn more than it is about uh, being ego driven and chaotic. So that works well for me. Um, I've, I've now been able to meet with my immediate supervisor and then um, her supervisor, and the conversations went pretty well, not saying that there won't be any you know, chaos in the future or any you know, wrong in the future, but just being able to have a true open door policy and have conversation and communication, uh, that was one of the things that I was missing from my other team, which was creating a very high level of stress um, because of not knowing certain things, right? I'm very much a person of order, and for me, it's a necessity that I, you know, have some type of plan of action before I get heavy into things, and I wasn't receiving that before, and it was creating um, unnecessary stress. Like, I was bringing it off of the clock, and it was it was affecting how I was dealing with the kids. It was affecting how I was just maneuvering through my own, my, my day-to-day, and I don't, I don't like that, right? So... I'm super glad that, you know, this is working out so far, like stress in regards to my workflow has reduced tremendously. I'm still in a a middle level of anxiety because I don't know if this is going to be set or if it's going to change again, you know, in the near future or what have you. But for the most part, I am, you know, taking it um, step by step and day by day. On the flip side of that, because, you know, life is about balance and no matter how no matter how it goes something is always going to you know throw a wrench in what you're trying to do so work is kind of smoothing out for me but on the flip side uh, the kids have been opening up more um and dealing with the mental stuff in regards to their mother like they're they're less timid to speak on it now and it's real conversations that they're they're really wanting to have, you know, being able to express their true feelings uh, without judgment. And I'm proud of them, but it's it's just difficult to be the one to have to process it um, all, right? Because I've always had a uh, I've always had a relationship with them where we could talk about anything, you know, at every age at every age level that they've been at to their understanding we could talk about anything and I knew that this I knew that these days were coming I just didn't I I didn't know how right I didn't know how um I didn't know at what level they were going to be ready to have true and honest communication about it and I'm very big on not downing their mother regardless of what the situation is but I can't guide her from things or I can't I can't put a shield up 
with stuff that they've they've seen, right? Because as as a parent, you try to run interference. You try not to, you know, uh, allow your kids to to hold hatred in their heart or malice in their heart about anybody or anything. Um, but when they see certain things and they feel certain things, like all you can do is just help them process. You can't tell them you can't feel that way because they've experienced something that affects them. Right. So more recently, um, my youngest has been asking about, you know, the divorce and he he's just not letting up like he's like, I want to buy a lie detector test. I feel like, you know, she's lying about certain things. And I'm just like, bro, like, like I, I, I'm just so lost. Right. Um, the older ones are more how can I say they're more independent about the situation and they just want to be able to not be angry about it. Right. So as I'm going through my own issue with my mother, they're helping me process it in real time as I'm helping them try to not put themselves or get themselves in the position that I am in, in their future life. Right. It's just the questions that they ask, the things that they want to know about, it is very, very difficult. And for me, even though, like, I'm not, I, I, I don't want to act like or sound like I'm perfect, but because my kids have been with me so long and we've had conversations about me and they've gotten to see who I am as a person, they don't have as many questions as they as they do for me that they want answers from from her they're not as hard on me um when it comes to that in their understanding as they are on her because i'm not i didn't present myself as the problem like i didn't when i'm telling them what happened i'm never like oh well she 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 i'm like well i allowed this i allowed that and i shouldn't have i should have been strong enough to say this and do that and da 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 um and it, it's difficult it's it's really difficult like one of the biggest things i allowed was the relationship with their mother and i i got to eat that like, I allowed so much I've, just off the strength of, like, I want to be different than my biological parents because they, they got divorced early, um, early in my life due to their own issues that, you know, they were going through at the time. And so for me, I'm like, man, like, I didn't, I didn't want that for my kids. And so I would just allow certain things. But once they start recognizing, you know, what was happening, it's like, nah, because they're going to repeat this and they're going to be miserable and it's going to create more trauma. And somebody has to be the one to, uh, step out and, and break the cycle of what this is, no matter how much it hurts. Like I say all the time, without kids, I probably will go back and forth with my ex a million times over, but these kids didn't have to be here. And I'm not about to allow them to be destroyed emotionally, mentally, physically by nobody, including myself. That's something that I've always said to them since they were little. Like, I'm going to protect you for everything humanly possible, everything that I can uh, protect you from, that I have control over protecting you from, including myself. And we've come to that point to where 
they've openly felt like they needed protection, you know, from their mother, not because I ever said anything, because I just don't get down like that. I don't, like, you got to come to your own conclusion of your situation and how you see it. I'm just here to to be a force field when you, when you need. I'm just here to help you, you know, speak with clarity and honesty and truth and stand on it you know, regardless of how hard it is. And so, you know, as we've been talking over these past few weeks, because remember I told you they have been going going crazy on me. Like attitude after attitude, huffing and puffing and, you know, walking with their chest out like they want an issue. And I, I like, I had to, I had to dead that like, bro, like if this is what we gonna do, let's just do it. We got space and opportunity, right? Or, or let's have a conversation and let's, you know, figure out what, you know, what's what, what is creating this uncomfortability for you so that we could change it so that you can have uh, a clear path of understanding what's going on. And so as we're discussing certain things and, um, and going in depth, actually, they were, one of their questions is, how is it that me, their dad, how is it that I struggle with depression and anxiety, but I am able to still do my part for them. And she can't. Now, like I told them, I cannot answer for her. I can only answer for me. And my answer to them is because y'all are my priority. I will shut everything down. I haven't really dated in, in ever, right? I don't even entertain dating for real. I don't, like, I be chilling, minding my business just, in, you know, because I feel like they need me. You know, lately they be like, yo, bro, you, you, you tripping. You need, you've been chilling for too long. You need to, you need to get out and really actively try to find someone that, you know, is going to bring you happiness, Right. But as we're talking, I'm like, listen, y'all did not ask to be here. It is my responsibility to make sure that y'all are good. I have to be strong enough as your protector, your provider, and just your confidant and all that. I got to be strong enough to put my shit to the, to the back and help y'all. I don't see y'all as a burden. I don't see y'all as a problem. Yeah, y'all work my nerves. Yeah, y'all want everything under the sun. Yeah, yeah, all that. But y'all are important to me as people. I used to say all the time, I'm not raising, I'm not raising men, I'm raising human beings. So that allowed me to connect with my kids on the human level and not the dictator type level of you, my son, you going to do this because I said it, da, 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 da. It is certain things, like I always say, life, death, freedom, or jail, like those are the things to where I stand strong on at like on some dictator type stuff because I'm still responsible for your life. I'm still responsible for your for your freedom. But everything else, you have to figure that out. So being able to connect with them on a on a human level, it has allowed us to get to this point to where it's no 
it's no love loss when we have to have these conversations. There's no anger. It's no embarrassment. It's just understanding and having a process. And so I'm telling them, like, y'all are prior, y'all are priority to me. One, because y'all are my kids. And two, because the reality of it is if I don't, who will? And they just was kind of looking at me. I'm like, no, I'm asking you. If I don't, who will? Like, y'all not a burden to me, but say I'm like, all right, man, for real, fuck these kids. I did it for too long. I don't want to do this, and I'll walk away from y'all right now. Then what? They're like, I, I don't know. I'm like, after the conversations that you guys have been having with me and the conversation that you've been having with her, like, how do you see it? Like, how do you see this playing out? I never made my kids choose. I never, I never, even when everything is going down um, how it did, I never put them in a position to be on no, I choose you, I choose her. I don't, it's not a competition. We both parents and we both got to get our shit together to make sure that everybody is safe, to make sure that they're doing the things that they need to do to be productive people in life. But as they're asking me questions, I have to match their energy in the sense of you're asking a hard question. I got to give you a hard answer. Who else is going to do this? Regardless of what it is, who else is going to do this for you? And so we start kind of going through, you know, what depression really is. We start going through anxiety. We start going through paranoia and stuff. And so they're asking me, like, has she always been like this? Uh, why this? Why that? And, you know, I'm answering best as I can. And so they start asking me about my experience, you know, and, and why I am the way in regards to, you know, my relationship or lack thereof with my mother. And we had... We, come, we have come to the conclusion in our conversation, we landed on uh, narcissism, right? This is, a, this is a personality disorder that if you all know, you know, a lot of times are, narcissism is a personality disorder. It is a mental health condition in which people have an unreasonably high sense of their own importance. They need and seek too much attention and want people to admire them. People with this disorder may lack the ability to understand or care about the feeling of others. And when it comes to my situation with my own mom right now, like that's what's going on. I have to be the one to forgive. I have to be the one to um, just let things be when so many boundaries have, have been crossed and there's been so much disrespect that continues to go on. And what narcissists do is they'll paint a picture so good to the audience, it'll make the, it'll make the, the person that is looking for peace, the person that is wanting peace, it'll make them look like the villain. And when you were in that position of the villain unnecessarily, you, you're broken down easily. And it's like, I don't, I, I don't want to explain it. I, I just don't. I don't have time. I don't have the energy to, to be defensive. I don't have the energy to tell. I'm not, my side of the story don't matter. All I'm going to do is remove myself. 
And so I was telling my kids that the, the theme gears is because they have TikTok and Instagram, all that type of stuff. Not Instagram, uh, Snap and, and TikTok or whatever. And so there's a lot of talk about narcissists, right? But I'm big on definitions. So I made them like, no, look at the definition of it. And let's go through that because you don't want to just throw that on anybody. Like, like tell me things that you feel that, that this is what you came up with. And I'll tell you things that I'm going through with my own mother and, you know, let's go from there. And so we're, we're conversing about just certain things that we've experienced and how the picture is painted. And I said, now what do we do from here? Like, what is your, what is your plan? I've, for me, I've, I've gone no contact with, with everybody at this point because I'm just, I'm just tired. I, I really am. And my peace is more important than anything. One, because of my, my health and how quickly my mental stress turns into physical stress. And in turn, I'll be in hospital like for three years straight, um, just with stress of relationship, just with stress, uh, trying to make ends meet, stuff like that. Like it really created a bad health situation for me. And I was, uh, like three years straight, I was in the hospital, like, uh, inpatient two weeks, three weeks, a month. Like it was crazy. And I found that I had all these different issues that was going on and literally all of them are stress related. And so I'm very protective over, uh, my peace. I'm very protective over what I allow in my mind in general, um, how I perceive things. You know, I make sure that I'm, I'm looking at it at an even level for myself and having these conversations with my kids. It just brings up so much. And so I'm talking to them like, yo, this is why I decided to do this. This is what happened. Um, and it's never an emotional thing. I never teach my kids to to hate nobody, to dislike nobody. I just this is this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. Right. And so my second son, which I call my twin, like he has always had a very rocky relationship with with his mother and he just shuts down. Right. He he gets really angry. He gets like it's just crazy because he's all, he also has um, an emotional deficit disorder. So he don't even like, he's so far behind emotionally for real. He don't care, but he, he has this level of anger about it. Like he knows something ain't right with it, but he just shuts down and get mad. My oldest is like, yeah, I'm, I'm cool, bro. I'm cool. Uh, I'll remain respectful, of course, because uh, he about to be 18 and not saying that when he turned 18, he could disrespect her or whatever. But when he turns 18 and starts moving in his adulthood, it's certain things that I, 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 I can't stop him from saying. I can't stop him from doing. I can't stop him from being. And so this, this this week, man, it's just it just was crazy. It's very it's been very emotional for all of us just coming to this understanding. And by no means are 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 we victims, right? I think that because we seek peace, because we we are humble, because we we understand as peaceful as we are is as rageful as we are. And so we really go out of our way to try to just 
just chill and having that conversation with them and really talking it out with my with where I'm at mentally with with people um interrupting my peace or going out of their way to to bother me as if not, like like as if I did something right and the picture that gets painted and I'm just like yo like nah y'all have to feel what y'all have to feel the difference is and like what I'm telling them is that y'all have to be able to say it when it's needed to be said and not just say it to me because if I go in and I'd be like well the kids blah 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 now it looks like I've brainwashed the kids to speak ill upon you. Like I, I've talked about you and it's like, I don't talk about nobody. I don't even talk about myself. And so that's our, that's our thing now is understanding the, the different levels of mental health issues, understanding our real emotions, being able to be truthful in how we speak about them um, and just overall understanding. You know, I wish, I wish that, you know, because again, I see this all the time. When people get old, they tend to forget what happened when, when they were younger. They, 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 they tend to forget the pain, the torment that they caused when they was younger, right? And so when you, when you bring it up, it, oh, it wasn't that bad. Oh, I had to do what I had to do. And that's fine, right? That's fine. But if... If I'm now remembering this trauma, right? Because they, because what I've learned as I'm going through my own, you know, journey of healing, right? Sometimes trauma is so bad you suppress memories, and it's not till you are fully away from the thing that's causing the trauma, and you fully feel safe that these things start to come out. I think I said it before. That's why, like, when 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 five years pass, six years pass, and someone comes and say, "Oh, well, such and such did this, or such and such did that," people are like, "Well, why you didn't say nothing then?" Because the pain was unbearable right then and I knew nobody was going to believe me because I was going to respond emotionally and I wasn't going to be able to articulate the truth of the matter because the emotions were so high. But now I feel safe. Now I'm away from everything. Now I don't have the thought of I'm going to get a whooping or I'm going to be chastised or this, that, and the other. And I'm free from that. So now the, these traumatic experiences... Uh, these traumatic experiences are being renewed in my mind and it sucks because I'm like, yo, why? And I'm trying to make sure that my kids, I'm trying to make sure that my kids don't have that. I'm trying to make sure that they have the opportunity to speak how they feel in real time. Um, I'm very much a mediator um, when it comes to people dealing with my kids because and not from the other person's side but I have to remind my kids be who you are do don't let a situation take you out of character I've experienced that too many times and every time I allowed a situation to take me out of who I say I am I've lost relationship jobs business you name it every single time that I allow myself to uh, escalate on an emotional level to match the energy I lost because I really care. There was a time that I cared about 
every single thing. So I'm emotional and I'm going back and forth and I'm going tit for tat because I want you to feel what I feel so we can have a conversation. But I lost every one of those situations. And so I teach my kids, yeah, it's good to be emotional. It, it's good to have that in you so that you can know your worth and you can just, you you can feel that that piece of life that you're about to lose and now you can learn how not to ever lose that piece again i want you to be able to feel that but i want you to be able to articulate that so that when it's said and done you can say hey i did everything that i possibly could to get you to see that this is how i felt about the situation and you continue to ignore that so now we're done this is why isolation is so uh, important to me. That I don't take it lightly, and this is why it comes so easy to me. Because anybody and everything that I've isolated from, I've given them ample opportunity to see, hey, this hurts. I get it. You you want to do what you want to do, but but in that it hurts me, and you 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 don't hear me. Or you don't want to hear me or you don't care or uh, it's not that bad or you just being extra. And so now I got to get away from you. I can't I, I can't let you around me. I can't let my mind be a part of you. I can't let my heart be a part of you because you don't know how to take care of it. Like narcissists are very, very dangerous and they have a skill to tear down the strongest person. It's like it's a super strength for them. They'll break you down mentally until you are not focused on the right emotion. And now, boom, the picture is painted. Look, look how mad he is. Look how irrational he is. Oh, look how extra she been. She wow for that. No. There's an order to growth that for me, this is what I was telling the kids, there's an order of life that I liken to my lock journey, right? We go through these things and, you know, uh, our early stages, for whatever reason, I don't like it, but for whatever reason, people call it the ugly phase. Uh, this is when your locks can be... Uh, they could be a little bit rebellious, like just trying to find out how they're trying to grow, where they're going to settle at, which way they're going to lay, stuff like that. And that's how life is when you are growing in general, where you're, whether you're growing in normal life, in friendship, in relationship. It's very, very hard to find your fit sometimes, Right. Sometimes you get into a relationship and everything seems good, but when it's time to be mature or when it's time to do certain things, you butt heads, right? And then there's, there's a comparison and no unison. It's like, oh, yeah, that, that's painful right there because I spent six months just to find out this ain't it. I spent a year to find out this ain't it, even in friendship, right? Everything seems cool, and then something happens in a friendship, and, and loyalty is tested, or uh, compassion is tested, and then it messes up, right? It's very few of us that makes it to the budding part uh, of life, and this is when everything starts to come together. This is when you've had your arguments, but still respected each other. This is when times was hard, but you, 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 didn't, you, you didn't talk down on one another. This is when everything starts to, to settle in, like, all right, we're here now. 
Like we've been through a very hard struggle with friendship, with relationship, with business, and we was able to get through it and still have respect for each other. And I've and, and once you get to that point and that foundation is 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 there in its level, that's where maturing starts. Cause now from there you can grow. That from there, like once you have that even foundation, uh, everything is is locked in. Like like the kids say, uh, once we locked in, ain't no switching up. That maturing phase is going to lead you to humility. And humility is defined as a modest or low view of one's own importance or humbleness. When we get in friendships and relationships or uh, business, what happens is we subconsciously devalue ourselves by not speaking up on certain things. Humility is a virtue that's often, uh, it often takes a back seat in today's world, but its importance cannot be overstated. We about to get into humility and its impact on personal growth, relationships, and mental health. That was something that, like, I just been going through, like I said, with the kids, just having our conversations about, you know, our situations with our with our mothers, respectfully having a situation with, you know, me, them wanting me to date and me kind of feeling like, eh, you know, y'all still y'all still need me per se. But then they be clowning me like we go on more dates than you. Like it's 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 crazy. Um humility is the quality of being modest, unpretentious, and respectful. And it involves recognizing our own limitations and being open to learning from others. It is so much freaking ego involved in relationships on all levels because the competition aspect of life. No one wants to be a student. Everybody want to come already being the leader. And it don't work like that. The problem with that is a lot of people are not Confrontation, uh, confrontational and will silence themselves as not to create conflict. I'll be in situations a lot of times to where I know that I know, not because of arrogance or cockiness, but because I've researched it. And I say research, um, the scientist lady said we're not doing research and I forgot what she said to call it, but y'all know what I mean. I mean like looking at different articles, maybe Googling, reading a book, stuff like that. Um, I'm not actually having test subjects, so just understand that, right? But a lot of people are not confrontational. And I've been in a situation to where I know that I know what it is, but somebody is, is super cocky and, and speaking with bravado. And you can tell that if you challenge it, is going to create a conflict. And so a lot of times I'll be quiet. I've been like that in friendship. I've been like that in relationship. And I'm not saying that it's right, but I be so in love with my person. I be wanting to be a friend so much to, to my homie, to my homegirl, that I'll just chill. Reason being because society has us in this uh, competition with our counterparts instead of ourselves, Right? I am in competition with me. I want my mental health to be better today than it was yesterday. I want my emotional uh, stability to be better today than it was yesterday. I don't want to be the next somebody. I want to be the first me. And I think that gets lost because society says you have to be better than them. 
If they get a new car, you have to get a newer car. If you are the same age and they buy a house, you have to buy a better house. If they are your age and, and they have kids, you have to have kids. And we just get lost in this circle of life and we don't know what to do because we're in so much competition with one, or one another and there's no humility in us, right? Because we want to be seen. We want to be heard. I, listen, I, I, I'm telling you, if there's anything in the world for me would, that I would just, oh my God, if I was seen and heard properly, not for fame, not for status, but me as a human being, I fight often with being heard. Like I said before, I have to get into this position of exaggeration because I cannot say the cow jumped over the moon. I have to say, man, this cow on steroids did a 10 yard jump or a 10 yard backpedal and then start running like the flash jumped over the moon and I was tripping. It's like, wait, what the cow did? And it's like, I hate that. I hate that. Because why you can't just see me? Why you can't just hear me? Why does it always have to be, you know, a, a animation? Again, something that I'm trying to teach my kids. If you can't speak your truth and be understood and be heard, it ain't for you. It is, it's just, it's not for you. Humility is not just about being meek and submissive. And I think that's where we get lost at because we assume that. Like if I like if I want to be humble, if I want to express humility, I have to be submissive. I have to do everything you say. I have to think how you want me to think. I have to eat what you want me to eat. I have to be who you want me to be. And this is horrible. This is horrible. This is a horrible way of thinking. But the person who is is showing humbleness don't know no better. They're only going by what they were taught. They're only going by what society has said, that what religion has said, what uh, maybe school has said, what the, the cycle that work puts you in. Like there's two sides to it. You know what I mean? And, and y'all know me. I, I, I look at the I look at both good and bad of the things. Humility can lead to self-improvement, better decision making and more profound self-awareness. It enables us to learn from our mistakes and grow as individuals. With that, for me, being able to show humility and reduce myself, I've been able to help people with their grieving process. Right? Even though I'm grieving the loss of my daughter, even though I'm grieving the, the loss or uh, the disconnect with my oldest daughter, right? Humility, humility allows me to pause that for a split second when I see other people going through it and uh, they don't know how to process it. There's a humbleness that comes with life coaching, with grief counseling that you have to have to be able to separate your own grief from what you are attempting to help. And uh, me being able to do that, I've helped a lot of people and I'm so grateful that um, I've been able to do that. Right. Because I am in this position of trying to better myself 
trying to love myself better, teaching myself how to love me again and see me as a human being is humility has helped with my self-awareness. So I don't have the same insecurities that I, that I did last year, the year before. I do still have some insecurities, but not as much as I used to because I'm able to look at myself differently. I'm able to look at myself um, in a light that I had never been able to do while I was fighting different people, different perceptions, different words about who I am. And um, when I was in this defensive state of, I'm going to correct every lie about me. I'm going to correct or input uh, myself into everything that is, I don't, I can care less. Say what you're going to say. But say it over there. Believe what you're going to believe about me, but say it over there because I'm going to protect myself and my kids at all costs. Humility also plays a significant role in our relationships. It fosters healthier and more harmonious relationships. It encourages effective communication. Um, it resolves conflicts and it builds trust. The problem with that is if humility is one-sided, someone is always going to be hurt. Always. If only one of you are, are showing grace and mercy and peace, it's unbalanced. We have to understand that apologizing is an essential part of humility. It acknowledges our mistakes and shows a commitment to change. Be about it, though. Don't apologize if, you, if you're going to keep doing it. I'll never forget my, uh, my father used to tell me we used to do stuff, right? We used to be like, I'm sorry. And he's like, nah, you're not, don't say sorry because if you say sorry, you're going to do it again. And early on, I didn't, I didn't understand that. He started to teach us the difference between sorry and apologizing. Sorry is just, I got caught and I need to say something to get out of the situation. Apologizing is accepting accountability and dedicating yourself to change. And so that stuck with me and it always has stuck with me um, in my relationships, friendship, whatever. You know, if I, if I feel like and I see or if you bring to my attention that um, I've hurt you, I'm, I'm going to apologize. My bad. I, I, I didn't know that what I was saying was affecting you like that. I'll do my best not to ever do that again. I appreciate you telling me that this hurt. I appreciate you uh, bringing it to my attention because I was unaware that my responses or lack thereof was affecting you like that. And then you try to change it. Forgiveness. That's the gift we give ourselves. It took me a long while to understand forgiveness was not for the other person because those people that do stuff to you after you like, hey, this hurts. Hey, please don't do that. Hey, I need you to respect my boundaries. Like if they didn't respect the boundaries, if they didn't care what they was doing when they, when they were doing it, what you forgiving? Forgiveness is you cutting yourself some slack and understanding, yo, why the fuck did I allow that? Why? Like what like like words of Cardi. What's the reason? What was the reason? We must remember 
Forgiveness does not mean reconnection. You can fully forgive someone and not hold the burden of reconnection. We should not have to beg people to change to fit our lives. Either they do or they don't. And it's okay. We get so caught up of who fits and who don't and who should and who shouldn't. And we get so mad and we get so emotional about it and not realize that we're not meant for everybody. We're not. Some of us are going to be in situations to where all we going to need is our blood family and it's going to be uh, epic and it's going to be so harmonious and you're going to get through that from the time you're born to the time you die. And a lot of us are not. We're going to have to build family from our experiences. We're going to have to choose people that we can trust. We're going to have to choose people that we feel will protect us at all costs. A lot of times your family is not blood. It's who you make it. It's who's willing to put in the work with you to make it work. So we have to get out of this idea that we are forgiving the person. We need to start forgiving ourselves for allowing things to happen. We need to be able to forgive ourselves so that we can move forward and break down the wall of distrust and dishonesty and pain and stop looking at everybody like they're going to be the ones to hurt. I'm saying that to myself right now. It's so much that I just keep a wall up because, oh, I, well, somebody in my family did this or somebody in my family said that or one of my best friends did this or blah, 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 blah. Like, and it's like, nah, I don't want to do that no more. I don't, I don't want no new friends forever. I was like, I don't want no new friends. I'm not trying and get that up out of here. I don't want to date. Leave me alone. Get out of my DMs. Like, I, it was so long. Like I legit just started losing myself because I just didn't want the interaction, the connection, like for what if people who say that they love you can do this, what is a stranger going to do? And I start to, I started to realize, nah, just like I feel like the hierarchy of family, right? You let the, the great grandma do something that you wouldn't let the grandma, that you wouldn't let the mom, that you wouldn't let the kid solely because they're title, not because they've earned that trust, not because they've, they've shown you, you know, uh, care or empathy or anything like that solely hard stop. Oh, that's your mom. You got to just do it. Oh, that's your grandma. You just got to do it. And that's the dumbest shit in the world. Because if what if, if, if you a bad person, and you keep doing bad, why am I listening to you? Why am I going to want to be around you? Why am I going to uh, uh, come to you for guidance or come to you for understanding when you are showing what and who you are? We have to get ourselves out of the idea that we have hurt somebody's feelings for stepping away from chaos. It don't make you better than no one. I'd say that all the time and it's so frustrating because the idea when you are able to step away from a friend group, to step away from family and just like completely isolate yourself and rebuild, the idea is you think you're better than somebody. And trust me, I don't think that I'm better than anybody, but I cannot endure that pain no more. It's too much. It's taking a toll on me. And so... I step away. I forgive and I step away because I'm not forgiving them. 
It is nothing to forgive. They are, they can do people. And we have to understand this. People can do exactly what they want to do to you. No one owes you respect. You are the only person that owes yourself respect. Anybody can do whatever they want to you. The consequences is where that, what comes in after that though. What is the consequence? My consequence is no longer aggression. My consequence is no longer trying to fight nobody. My consequence is no longer going back and forth with you. The consequence to being disrespected, the consequence of not being heard um, after constantly saying, hey, this hurts, this hurts, is isolation. That works for me. I've always been a loner by nature. I've always have. I've always like, and I used to think like, because I used to be relationship, relationship, relationship. Um, and I start realizing it's not that you don't want to want to be alone. You just, uh, you, 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 you're just comfortable here. Right. And so I stopped because I had to see me. Not through the eyes of my partner, not through the eyes of family, not through the eyes of a relationship, uh, a friendship. I had to see me. I had to forgive me for everything that I went through. I had to start thinking, like, could you, could, could you have seen that a little bit earlier? Did you see that a little bit earlier? And you chose to choose uh, this thing that looked good in the relationship or in the connection over your own well-being? A lot of us do that. A lot of us be so scared to call a, a, a thing a thing. And then we, we turn around and we're miserable. We turn around and we're devastated. But why really? When we saw it. Right? Humility, is, it, it, it's a tool, but it's all, listen, <laughs> it's two-sided. Like I said, humility, like, like everything else, humility is two-sided. And while it reduces stress and anxiety and enhances emotional regulation, too much of it creates low self-esteem, negative self-talk, impaired decision-making, and suppressing emotions. How many of y'all really, for real, for real, that y'all be on the humble and now... You don't look right when you go out. You don't feel right. Oh, this person is more handsome. This person is more beautiful. When you are taking tasks or doing work or creating, and it's like, oh, it's cool, but it could be better. It could be better. And it's like, nah, that's fire. Like how many times do where, you know, you, you prepare to make the right decision. But you're like, nah, I got to make the other one because it, it looked better. It feel better up front. I just said how often we suppress our emotions because of trauma. But that's because we keep downplaying who we are. We keep letting think we, we, we keep letting ourselves and others think we not the shit. I work hard on this podcast daily. I work hard on my poetry daily. I work hard on being a parent daily. But a lot of times, I'm like, nah, it's not that good. Uh, this wasn't a good podcast. 
ah, should I, I, should I keep that or should I take it out? Should I say this or should I, should I not? You know, my kids just say certain things and my feelings will get hurt. But I won't say nothing to them. Somebody will say something that will trigger an emotion and my feelings will get hurt. But because I'm so quote-unquote humble and I, and I exercise so much humility, I'm not going to say it because I don't want to fight. I don't want to, like, hey, that hurt me. I don't want to say it because now if I say it, and this is like a person that is dealing with mental health stuff, I just want to give you, I just want to give you how it cycles when it comes to defending yourself. For me, I don't know if anybody else, uh, if it cycles like this for them, but this is how it cycles for me. Somebody will do something to me and my feelings will be hurt. And I'll speak up, hey, you know, that, that bothered me a little bit, whatever. And then they'll be like, man, you bugging. Like, it wasn't even all that serious. And so I'll be like, okay, deep down it hurt, right? So something will happen again. And in my mind, I want to say something. I want to say something to that partner. I want to say something to that family member. I want to say something to that friend. But now my mind is like, if you say it, like you've already said it. So if you say it again, now you're creating conflict. And now you have to think, if I say it now, how far am I going to have to take this conversation? How far am I going to have to, to, to go to be heard, to be understood, to be felt, right? And then boom, it's like, but what if they don't ever talk to me again? And so my mind immediately goes, it's your fault for feeling like that. You can't feel like that. They didn't mean it. And the cycle of abusive addiction kicks in. See, we always talk about the, the addiction of drugs. We always talk about the addiction of, of pain. We always talk about that. But we don't talk about how when you are humble, and you put yourself in this position to play the back. When you are put in a position to not be seen, to not be heard, that becomes a safe space because now I don't know what else to do outside of this space. So I'm going to stay there. I know I should say something. I know it hurts. I know, like, I shouldn't care, but I care. I care what I say back to people. And so the cycle continues to repeat itself until you are beat down and broken. And now, in my position, now, nope, I don't want to date for real. Nope. I don't want to go out and meet people. Nope. I don't want to go out and hang out. Nope. I'm, it, it's, it's too much. I don't, I don't, what if people say this? What if people, you know, say, oh, you, you gain weight? What if people say, oh, you're ugly? What if people say, oh, this? And, and my mind is cycling. And so I stay back. I don't speak up. Because along with humility, there's a, a high level of anger in me. And I haven't, like, I'm being honest, y'all know me. I haven't got past the rage when feeling embarrassed, if that makes sense. If you embarrass me, I'm going to jail. 
not because I'm going to be violent and put my hands on you or, you know, I'm not going to threaten you, but wherever I'm at, I'm moving every ounce of furniture, flipping tables, flipping couches, knocking bottles off the table, ruining food. Like, it, like I'm being honest. I haven't reached that part of my healing to be able to be embarrassed in public and be like, all right, bet I'm going to walk away. I have it. Because I've downplayed who I am so often. I keep, oh, I'm so humble. Uh, like, and I keep, I keep showing meekness. But in my mind, at some point, someone's going to see that and be like, oh, he's very respectful. Oh, he, he is very humble. Like, oh, wow. Like, he is a good person. He is human. He does have feelings. I should take the time to get to know this person. You shouldn't have to ask people to treat you away. You should be able to be reflective. If I'm nice, be nice. Whatever that is to you. Like, I, I have two friends. I have two friends that have been my friends for over a decade. Uh, Militia and Brandy, right? They are so fucking rude to me. And I had to understand it's not disrespectful, right? It's, it's not disrespectful, rude, but it's rude. The first year of our friendships, I'm like, why, am I, why are we friends? Why do you talk to me like this? And I started to see their love language for friendships as being dickheads. And once I started realizing that, I'm like, all right, bet. Like, that's just who you are. But the, the flip side of that is when it's time to be for real, for real, and it's time to be emotional, and it's time to give advice, and it's time to help, they're there. We're able to have those conversations. On the, on the regular day, ah, what up, ugly? Shut up. Ah, look at you. Look at your fat self. That's just who they, <laughs> that's who they are. It's certain people that are going to come into your life and they're just going to fit how they should fit. And you shouldn't have to ask them. I shouldn't have to. If I tell you once, hey, that hurts. I don't like that. I, we shouldn't have to keep going over that. But I've beaten, my, I've beaten myself down so much that humility for me has now flipped on the negative side. It's affected my self-esteem of, of, of how I see myself. Uh, how, like, these conversations with my kids, you know, it, it, it hurts because it's like, yeah, that's your mom, but I allowed that. I thought I, I thought I broke free from it in a time that you weren't going to be as affected. So now I feel away. I don't talk crazy to her. I don't talk crazy to my daughters. I don't even, I don't. But there's a part of me that like, should I have? I don't talk crazy to my parents. There's a part of me like, should I have? And so it's, it's just a difficult thing of trying to balance it. Like I always talk about the importance of balance. Like no matter what uh, topic I talk about on this podcast, it always some way, form or fashion leads 
to balance. Too little of something will tear you up. Too much of something will tear you up. You have to find your, your even playing field when it comes to that. And for me, I'm struggling with humility because now it has affected me on the bad side. I've been so quiet and so calm and so um, not willing to be like, this This is a good podcast or that's a good poem. I've been so willing to be like, oh, well, that person is better than me or they have this. I've been so willing to just sit back and allow that. And now I'm in this position of, nah, I need to get back on my shit. And not overly, but just get back to, it's like a seesaw right now. And I just need to level it out a little bit more so that I can, in a healthy way, be humble. In a healthy way, show humility. That's what I'm trying to teach my kids and us having these conversations that we have to have. It's, it's helping to an extent. It opened me up just, you know, having a conversation with them in regards to what's going on with their mother and them. It's opened me up to, to be okay with how I feel. Nobody, like, nobody outside of my house matters when it comes to me making sure I don't damage my kids. And even though these conversations are so fucking hard to have, because there is times that they're like, Dad, like, you used to wild out, bro. You, you you used to be whooping us like we would like like if we would have did that we would have got a whooping for that and that's not something that I don't look at that lightly bossy would do something they'd be like couldn't be us we would have got beat I don't look at that lightly that's a trauma that I'm gonna I, I'm gonna have to deal with that until they ready to really talk about it so it's not just a conversation that they have to me about her it's conversations that they have to me about us, our relationship, things that I put them through, things that I did, you know, and it's going to help. It's helping me, you know, and in turn, as I'm being able to open up more and, you know, be more truthful to myself and not really being on some like, do I really want to say that? Like, do I really like, even though it's my truth, do I really want to say that? Because my mind says, all right, this going to create this avalanche of this and then I don't know if I'm gonna have to defend myself I don't know how much I'm gonna have to defend myself I don't know if anybody gonna be like yo boom 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 it's just like I don't I'm, I'm cool on conflict my oldest kid about to be 18 in March he need me focused he need me to help guide him to if he's going to go to college or what college he's going to go to or what he's going to. He, I can't allow myself to be in the in, in the midst of delusion and anger. But I also can't keep allowing myself to think I'm less than because they need somebody that has power. They need somebody who has understanding. They need somebody who is ready to stand 10 toes down next to them on the journey that they're going through. Humility is a quality that has the power to transform our lives, our relationships, and even our minds. I encourage you all to reflect on how you can incorporate more humility in your daily lives on a healthy level though is balance 
I hope today's session was helpful and that it motivates you to embrace humility in healthy doses because sometimes you got to talk your shit and let yourself know it's real. Remember, we got to go through something to get somewhere. And I'm glad you're doing it with me. Peace.